Welcome to a new episode of the Upper Room Church Podcast. Let's join Pastor Johnson as he shares another life-changing message. All right, we're grateful again to be with you in the presence of the Lord. and Thank you for joining us on today taking time out of your busy schedule to uh, be with us and just tune in and see what the Lord has to say uh, to us on today. Uh, I tell you so much is going on in our world and let's continue to pray for our brothers and our sisters that the Lord will help us that we might be able to stand in these last and evil days that the days are evil. This world is evil but God is so good and he's keeping me and he's keeping you and I thank him for that well we want to get into the word here I hope not to let, hold you long it's always my prayer but I, I can't turn it loose till the Lord turn me loose and when he turned me loose then I can turn this thing loose so uh, uh, I want to use for a subject matter those of you that want to write down the subject of what did he what was his subject or text today uh, my subject today is uh, he gave God the best lambs that he we're going to talk about is Abel in the book of Genesis. Everybody know about Cain and Abel, Adam and Eve, who two boys were Cain uh, and Abel. And those two boys grew up and they began to, uh, uh, Cain uh, was a keeper of flock. And Abel, no I'm sorry, Abel was a keeper. Abel was a, uh, he grew uh, uh, no, I got it all twisted up here. Abel, keeper of the flock, the sheep. Cain, there it is, there it is, there it is. Devil trying to trip me up here. Cain was a tilder of the ground. And so we have these two. And as I read this story about Cain and Abel, Abel was a keeper. There it is in verse number two, Genesis chapter four. And she again bade his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of sheep. There it is. Keeper of the sheep. He was a sheep herdsman. Oh, yeah. And, and But Cain was a tilder of the ground. Y'all see it? Okay. And verse 3 said, And in the process of time, uh, it, it came to pass that Cain brought forth the fruit of the ground and offering uh, unto the Lord. Verse 4 said, and Abel, he also brought the firstling of his flock and the fat thereof, and the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. I often read this over and over and over, and I wonder why God rejected Cain and accepted Abel. And uh, 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 the, 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 the mystery, uh, the understanding is right there in verse number 2. I mean, verse number four, and Abel, he also brought of the firstling of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. So when I looked it up, I looked it up in other translation and another translation that I looked it up in. It said Abel brought God his best. He brought him the fattest calf. The, 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 I mean, he, he, had, he had all these cow these flocks here and, and uh, uh, he, he gave God the best amen that he had and so I want to talk to you today about just using for a subject matter 
uh, are we really giving God our best? Are we doing the best that we can? It's, it's very, very important that we do uh, the best that we can do uh, whatever we're doing for the Lord. I feel so many times that even messages that I brought from the Lord, I, I, I didn't do my best, and I pray God strengthen me and give me strength that on next time I would do even better. And so here we see that uh, Cain uh, uh, didn't do so well, but Brother Abel gave God the first, and he gave God the best, the fattest, the fattest, the finest, the, the, the cream of the crop. He gave it to the Lord, and that's what God wants us to do. Amen. God wants the best out of all of us. Amen. Let's go to the word of the Lord, and let's see what God is going to say to our hearts on today. He gave God the first, and he gave the Lord the best, the best, the best. God wants, do anybody know God deserves the best? God deserves the best. I try to give him my best. I heard folks say, well, I did the best I could. Well, I tell you what, you've done the best you could. God accepted it. Amen. Because that's the best you could do. Amen. God accepted it. Take a look at the word of the Lord in the book of Ecclesiastes. The Ecclesiastes, the ninth chapter. Solomon talked about, amen, doing things. Uh, and and, and here, listen to what he said. Ecclesiastes, the ninth chapter, and verse number 10. He said, whatsoever thy hand findest to do, do it with all your might. Y'all see it? Whatsoever your hand find to do, do it with all your might. In other words, whatever you're doing, you got to get into it. I told a friend of mine on this morning, I spoke with him earlier this morning, a businessman, and I told him, I said, look, you got to get into it, man. Amen. Whatever you're doing, he was telling me his business uh, uh, was uh, cost him a lot of money. His truck broke down and had to buy an engine for his truck, hauling things all over the country. The engine cost him $21,000. Amen. He was, I said, look, you got to get into it. In this business, you expect some breakdowns. Things going to mess up. Tires going to blow out. But you know what? Get into it. Don't be discouraged about uh, you having to replace the engine. Look at all the stuff you done pulled and hauled. Engines will break down. So I told him, get involved. Get into it. And I want to encourage all of you today, get into what you're doing. Just don't do it. Some people, they just do something. They're they really not giving it their all. They're not. Even in school, you know, we encourage our children. Do the best you can. Send them off to school. Do the best you can. Pay attention. Do your work. Work hard. And, it, and we all have heard down through the years, folks have said, hard work will pay off, right? Yeah. Hard work will pay off. We expect for it to pay off. And sometimes uh, we, we have to be reminded of this. So Solomon said, whatsoever thy hands find to do, do it with all your might, all your ability. For He said, for there is no work and there is no device no knowledge, and there's no wisdom in the grave. Where are you going? So do the best you can while you're here. And when you do the best that you can while you're here, while you are here, then let your work speak for you. Look at what he done. Somebody said, if, you, if you're a flow sweeper, be the best flow sweeper you can be. So when they need the flow sweep, they sure won't call John because John can't sweep worth of nothing. If you want the flow to look good because folk coming in, the business folk coming in, and you want it looking good around here, you know somebody can really sweep that flow. Amen. Whatever it is, be the best of whatever you can be. 
Amen, somebody. So whatsoever your hands find to do, do it with all of your might. We really need to put our all into it. You know, and when we put our all and all into what we're doing, don't you know it'll show up? It'll show up. You can tell when people haven't put a lot into it. Amen. It's very, very important in our presentation and whatever we're doing, our uh, 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 presentation uh, uh, is very, very important. I was reading a book uh, uh, about how to prepare for things and uh, uh, to go forth in, in public speaking. And they said, remember the three P's. And, and one of the three P's is, uh, is, is, was uh, preparation, you know, preparation. And you got to make sure that you have prepared your work uh, to make a, a, a good presentation. You prepared your work. You you spend time in it. You done put some effort into it. And you can present. You can't present something that you haven't put no time into. So preparation is very, very key in whatever we do. So what whatsoever the hands find to do. You know, let's go in the house of God. Whatever, whatever we're doing. See, the problem, the problem is this right here. You you give people assignments. And they have jobs and that they do. You know, uh, God told Moses and all other people, he gave those people jobs. They had jobs and assignment in the house of God that they did. You know, one man was in charge of lighting the candlestick. Another man's in charge of doing this right now. Everybody's in charge of something in the house of God when God gave them uh, uh, assignments. Another a man, they was a group that was in charge of the singing, the singing, the song that were going to be sung, the songs of praise, what they call the singers, or we can say the praise singer. They were assigned that. And so the Levite, that tribe were really more like uh, 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 they was in charge of a lot of things in the house of God. But you know, uh, when God gave them their assignment, that's what they did. And it was up to them to come forth with the best that they could do. Their, their God-given ability to do the best in whatever you could do. And so when people uh, take on their assignments, y'all follow what I'm saying? When people take on their assignment, we need to take it on as, as, as if uh, uh, I'm doing it for God. You know, God, God is my boss. Here, here in, 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 in Ecclesiastes, it, it, my footnote said, whatever work we do, we should undertake it with all of our with all of our heart as unto the Lord. Whatever, whatever work we undertake, do it as we doing it to the Lord. Lord, I'm doing this for you. Sometimes we feel like we're doing it for a man or for a woman. We're doing it for somebody else. And therefore, we don't give them their best. So whatever I'm doing, I'm doing it for God. I'm really not doing it for a man. I'm here. I got up this morning and prepared myself for church. I prepared myself for, to come here and meet God. Amen. Not meet a man. Not meet a woman, my a brother or a sister. I came here to meet God. So I got into it like I was coming to meet God. Are y'all listening to me? Whatsoever thy hands find to do, do it with all your might. Get into it. So I see people down through the year who really are not really into what they're doing. When you into what you're doing, you're, you're into it. Uh, in other words, I want to impress. Yeah, there it is. I said it. Somebody said impress. impress. Everybody want to impress somebody. Are y'all listening to me? 
Some folks want to impress a man. They want to impress a girl or a boy or whatever. But we all, they want to impress. I'm here. I want to impress too. But guess who, guess who I'm trying to impress? I'm trying to impress our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He's my boss. He's, somebody said, he's the boss. Amen. And, and when I work for him, I'm trying to impress him. I'm trying to serve him and let him know that I appreciate him. So whatsoever thy hands find to do, do it all thy might, for there is no work after, after it's all gone. Uh, there's no device. There's no knowledge. There's no wisdom in the grave where we all headed. So I'm going to do the best I can while I'm here. You heard me say many times, I don't believe I've done my best yet. I don't believe my best preaching is done. I believe my best preaching, my best teaching is up the road. I believe God prepared me each and every day to get better, to get better and better and better and better. Amen. Can y'all say amen this morning? Amen, somebody. So whatsoever your hands find to do. So remember, Abel gave God the best, the fattest, the finest. I mean, it was the cream of the crop. Amen. He didn't give him no poor little lamb. He gave him the best. He gave him the best. And brothers and sisters, we need to strive, strive to give God our best. Give him our best. Lord, this is the best. Until you give me some more, this is the best. This is all I got, Lord. Until you give me some more. And God will look at what, at what you're trying to do and bless you with a little bit more. Can you say man up in here? For whatsoever your hands find to do, do it. I'm doing it for the Lord. I'm sweeping the floor. I'm cleaning the church. I'm cleaning God's house. You're not cleaning Pastor Johnson's house. I'm cleaning God's house. I want God's house to look good. I want everything. I want God things to look good. Amen. And we got to make sure we're doing it like we're doing it for God. He's the boss. I want to impress him. On yesterday, I was uh, I, I, I had to cut the grass. My yard needed cutting. This rain made the grass just jump. Amen. If yours like mine, it just, it just grow, grow, grow so fast. And I had a lot to do on yesterday. My truck broke down. I had to do some work on the truck. Um, it was running hot. And I had to leave it over a friend of mine's house. It uh, 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 broke down on me last uh, last Saturday, I believe it was. And um, I, I, I couldn't get home, so I left it at my friend's house in his backyard. Told him I'd be back sometime this weekend to get it get it all put together. And so as I gathered together, I said well, I, I worked on it a while. It was to it wasn't too hot, Saturday, but it, it warmed up pretty good. But after I finished it around, I guess around eleven o'clock or something, I said, "Well, I, I got two yards to cut." I, I, mine's need cutting bad. Hadn't cut it in a week because of all the rain. And then the church grass and growed up. It looked terrible. And uh, it need cutting. And then I said, well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to cut my yard. And uh, i do the church yard next Saturday. And the Lord said something to me. Why are you going to cut yours and leave mine's off? Why don't you cut mine's and leave yours off to next Saturday? And I said, well, I, I, in my mind, this is me talking and thinking. Thomas, man, I want my yard looking good. Those of you seeing my yard, I take great pride in my grass and, and, and edging it in my hedges. I want it to look good from the street. And, uh, and so the Lord said, okay, you want yours to look good, but you leave. we'll come to church this morning. Uh, when I cut it yesterday, those weeds out front were almost up to my knees. It just jumped and growth that fast because it's been almost two weeks. 
So the Lord said, you, you, you're going to cut your yard and make it look good, but you're going to uh, put the church on hold to next Saturday. So the Holy Spirit just convicted me right there. I said, well, I tell you what, I'm going to cut the church yard. If I get chance to have strength, I cut mine, I cut it another day. I cut it this afternoon when the sun get, go down a little bit, or I cut it Monday evening. So in other words, I want to make sure whatever I do, I'm doing it for God. And so I, I want God to look much better than I do. That's the way I feel about things. So, Lord, I work for you. You are my boss. I want to make sure your house look better than my house at any time. Amen. Amen. Whatsoever you do, do with all your might. So I came down and took care of the house of God first. So this is what God wants to do. Just put God first in whatever you do, and God will take care of you. Amen. Amen. I guarantee you, if you would do that, God got you. Amen. But a lot of folks, we'll take care of ourselves. We, we, we'll put God on the back burner, and we'll take care of ourselves first. And whatever you're doing, whatever you do, do it all your might, and give God your best. If you're singing, give God your best. If you're giving, give God your best. In your serving, give God your best. Amen. That's all God is saying to us today. Give God your best. Abel gave God the first and the best that he had. The song said, if when you gave the best of your service, telling the world that the Savior is come, be not amazed when men don't believe you. Amen. He'll understand and say, well done. You just give God your best. Can somebody say amen? You, you gave your best, telling the world the Savior's come. God, Jesus is getting ready to come for the church. You done, done the best you could do to warn people, and they still don't believe you. Guess what? God understand. And he'll say, well done. That's all God wants you to do is do your best. But are we really doing our best when it comes to God? When it comes down to the things of God, my brother and my sister, are we doing our best? That's the question. He gave God his best. And my question to you, are we giving God our best? Am I doing the best I can do? Am I pressing my way as hard as I can? Am I sacrificing some things for God? The answer is yes and sometimes no. Because yes, I believe, I believe in, in my heart that all of us, there's a little room for improvement. Can somebody say amen? Somebody say, well, I can't do no more. I can't do. I believe there's a room for all of us to do some improvement. Amen, somebody. I know I can improve. I know you can improve. I'm not doing all I can do for the Lord. We are some, there's some people, they, they, they press their way to get here this morning. And there's some didn't even push hard. Cain gave God his best. Not Cain, Abel. Abel gave God his best. Are we giving him our best today? So we see here, God wants to give him the best that we can. I know there's times that we're not going to feel well in our bodies. But you know, brothers and sisters, sometimes you got to press your weight. The word of the Lord said that the, uh, uh, the law and the prophets were unto John. But since that time, the kingdom and the gospel has been preached. And all men press their way in. If you don't press, you ain't going to get in. That's the fact. That's the key. Amen. That's the truth. That's the life. If you don't push your way, you ain't going to get in. If you don't push hard, you, and there's some things. Look, the devil is busy, saints. 
He don't want you to have salvation anyway. And if you don't push hard, you're not going to get it. Whatever it is in life that you want, you got to go for it. I mean, you got to go for it. You got to go hard. If you don't go hard, you're not going to get it. Because the devil ain't letting nothing get by. He's not letting nothing get by. Amen. You got to go hard. Somebody say, you got to go hard. Or you're not going to get nothing. You're not going to get very much, even in life. Even in life. If you don't go hard, you ain't going to get nothing. I mean, you get out here, you see people, I work hard. Say, so, man, I work hard. Lord, bless us with this little old house, this little old car. Bless us, got a nickel and a dime. I work hard for my family. You hear folks say that. Then somebody else come over and look at what you got, and they be wanting it. But they ain't work hard. They ain't did nothing. They won't, they won't go to work. They don't even have a job. Jobs everywhere. They won't even get out and go get it. And, but they want these things. You, you got to go hard. And you got you to gotta work hard at whatever it is you, you want in life. If you don't work hard for uh, it, 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 nine times out of ten, you, it may not come. Because folks just not going to be dropping stuff on you. And then folks just don't want to give people things that they feel like they don't deserve it or won't take care of it. What man or what woman want to leave an inheritance to a child and a child going to run through it? Throw it away. Spin it. That what happened to the prodigal son. He went through it. Daddy gave him his inheritance. What did he do? He went out there and wasted it all. Nobody want to do that. Nobody want to do that. I wish I had a rich uncle. Leave me a whole lot of money. I'll take care of uncle money. Uncle be proud of me. <laughs> Can you say amen somebody? They said, Tom, he didn't mess the money up. He didn't spend it. He invested it wisely. He still got the house, still got the old car. Uncle left him, and he held on to what Uncle gave him. But see, you get some folks, you leave them stuff, man, they would get rid of it. The first thing, time they get it, I'm going to sell this. They get rid of all the precious things that was dear to somebody else. They get rid of it in a heartbeat. Some folks don't hold on to nothing. Amen. They ain't hold on to nothing. They let everything go. Man, I, 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 got, I got stuff that uh, uh, my uncle had died and gone on. I got some of the stuff he gave me. My mama going on to heaven. I got something of hers. I wouldn't get rid of it for nothing in the world. I hope to pass it on. And I hope whoever I pass it on to, I wish you would get rid of it. I'll try to raise up out of the grave and come get him. <laughs> Can you say amen to somebody? I wish you would get rid of it. I'd raise up and just put my hand around the neck and just... Uh, Amen, somebody. And so, so here, he, he worked hard, and, and he said, whatsoever your hand find to do, do it with all of your might. Y'all listening to me. In other words, he said, he said, whatsoever work we do, uh, we should undertake it with all of our heart as unto the Lord. So what I'm doing, I'm doing it like I'm doing it to God. When I get up, I come to church on Sunday morning. I get up because I'm coming to meet our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Can you say amen somehow? Sometimes folks come like they're coming to see me. And they just want to see me every now and then. Every now and then, I see you. But look, we got to we got to remember. We got to remember. We got to remember, and let's always 
keep the main thing the main thing. We're coming here to meet the Lord. And, and he's the boss. And, and I want to impress him. Don't, don't impress Brother Johnson because I don't have no money. Don't, don't, but we want to impress God. I want God to look at my work and what I'm doing and smile on me. I want God to look at what I'm doing, the effort and the time that I put in, serve him and smile on me and bless my soul. He is saying, man, somebody. that's what it's all about. So that way, when many times I know God is my boss, I, I, I go where I don't feel like. Going, can somebody say amen? All the time I don't feel like going, but I get up and go because I'm doing it for God, amen. Sometimes when we lose sight of things, we feel like we're not doing it for God. Somebody said, Well, well, God knows, God knows, and He does, He really does. God knows if you can't go, you can't go. I mean, you know, uh, if, 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 you, if your tire's blown out, if you just can't drive the car. Until you get the tires fixed. Amen. But I pray one day you can get them old tires fixed so you can get up and go. And so I pray that God will keep me in perfect health. Not perfect health, but good health. That I can do what I need to do for him while I can. And I tell you, I'm going to go while I can. Because I know the day coming that I may not be able to go as much. But I tell you what, I, I hope and pray the old days be very few. Very few. Amen. I, Lord, keep me on my feet. I'm going to keep on going. I'm going to keep on moving. Amen. Even when I don't feel well, I'm going to keep on moving until I feel better. So whatsoever your hands find to do, do it with all of your might. Now, let's go with me just a little bit further. Look at the book of Colossians. Come on to uh, Colossians, that is. Let's go to the New Testament. Colossians, the uh, third chapter. Colossians, the third chapter, uh, Paul picks it up and began to uh, uh, say something toward that, that na- same, very same nature. Colossians, the third chapter, and verse number 23. And he said, whatsoever you do, there it is, thank you, Lord. Whatsoever you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord and not unto men. Paul couldn't say it no better. Can somebody say praise the Lord right there? Whatsoever you do, serving God, cleaning the church. Cutting the grass. I'm not cutting the grass for y'all. I didn't cut the grass yesterday for y'all. You know, in, 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 in a little sound roundabout way, maybe I did, but 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 mostly I did it so the house of God will look presentable. Amen. I don't buy folks to drive by and say, Woo, look at the church over there. Uh, we want we want to represent. What pushed me yesterday in the heat to cut the grass was uh, God's house and God's work. And, and I want God's house and the work of God to look presentable because it's hard enough to get folks to come to church and, and it'll be even harder to get folks to try to come to church where the weeds are over the, over, up over the door. You, the church can look good and look fine and I can be blowing and you still can't get some of them jokers to come up in here. So we got to make sure the house of God is presentable and God uh, God is an intelligent God. So what I do, I do it for God. Can you say amen? So Paul said, whatsoever you do, do it heartily. Somebody said heartily. heartily. And I looked up that word heartily for you. So y'all won't have to worry about it. You ain't got to Google it. I checked it out already for you. This word heartily means sincerity. This word heartily means zest. It means gusto. This word heartily means 100%. 
So whatsoever you do, do it 100%. Whatsoever you do, do it with gusto. Whatsoever you do it, do it with some zest about yourselves. Can you say amen somebody? That's what the Lord is saying to us this morning. Whatever you do, he wants you to get into it. I, I, I would like to encourage all of you this morning, all of God's people, the ones that are listening to me, you that are at home, get into what you're doing. Don't halfway be in it. Don't have one foot in and one foot out. You in the house and out the halfway out too. Get into it. Get into what you're doing. I, I will have it no other way. God will have it no other way that we really get involved, get into what we're doing. If I can't get into it, I ain't going to fool with it. I remember some time ago, uh, we was having a minister meeting back then when I was part of the organization. Uh, they have a minister meeting with all the elders, bishops, over at Bishop Fraser Church. And uh, I was talking to the, the brothers on the brother board. I know some of the pastors that's on the board. And I went to them and I told them, I said, well, I'm, not, I'm just uh, I'm at the minister meeting. I know I'm, proud of, I'm part of the brotherhood, but I want to be part of the bishop board, the board of bishops. I want those that help make decisions. I want to be part of that board. And it, it was comprised of maybe about 10 or whatever. It, it can be, as, it, there was no set number how many they could have sitting on the board. But I told the, uh, the other elders that I know real well, I said, look, I want to be on the board. And they just looked at me. But I was dead serious. I said, I want to be on the board. I don't just want to be a, a member here. I want to be on the board. And the conversation ended. They weren't interested in putting me on the board because I had a lot to say. And I had a lot of ideas, things I want to implement, things I want the organization to do. So I want to be on the board. So the conversation, uh, it didn't go anywhere. And guess what happened to Brother Johnson? I went somewhere. I left the whole meeting. I left the whole organization. Because I got a lot to say, and I want to be part of the board. Because I need, I think the board needs some of my ideas. So if I can't be part of the board, you don't want me on the board, I can't be part of the board. I don't want to have nothing to do with none of the whole thing. You can keep the board and everything else. Just sit there and do nothing. Because I don't want to be a part of something that ain't doing nothing. And, and there, there's lots of things that need to be addressed. There's a lots of things that we need to be doing as an organization. And you all are not doing it. The ideas are not there. And somebody got some bright ideas. You know, it's always good to have some fresh ideas. Amen, somebody. When I, when the job I'm working on right now, my boss came to me. We sat down one day and talked. He said, Thomas, let me hear from you. How are things going around here? You know, you know, it's good to see, it's good to have a fresh set of eyes. How you see things? I said, well, for the most part, things going pretty good. There are some things I think that, uh, 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 that, that needs to be improved. I see some things that the supervisor uh, are doing that I'm very, very uncomfortable with. He said, yeah, like what? I said, well, for one thing, where I came from, we, we, we took it very, very serious about uh, the stuff that we was hauling. It got to be secured, scrapped down. You know, it can't fall off because if you go through inspection, they will write the company a big, fat ticket and say your load is not secure. Fall off the truck and fall on somebody's car, and there you got an accident, a big lawsuit. And so the supervisor wasn't big on securing those loads goes on the truck. I said, now that I'm uncomfortable with. He said, oh. Okay, and guess what? That supervisor don't work there no more. It's good to have a fresh set of eyes, 
And so I had a lot of good ideas that I could bring to the organization, but they didn't have want none of my ideas. And so because of that, I, I had to leave the organization. All right. So what I'm saying is, uh, listen what he said here. So whatsoever you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord. So whatever I'm doing, I'm doing it like I'm doing it for God. He is my boss. God is the boss, and he's to do it heartily 100%. If you can't give God 100%, He'll take nothing less. So I want to give God all of what I got. Can you say amen up in here? I want to give him all of what I got. Amen. I won't give him 50%. What you going to do with that other 50? Well, I'm just going to hold it. God want it all. Somebody said he want it all and he don't want none at all. Because some folks, when they view the church and look at the church, some people that come to church, but they're not really into the church. Y'all hear what I'm saying? They're not really into the church. They'll come, but they're not really into it. They come to see what you're doing and see if you're going to make it and see how much money you raise and see who's there or what you got on or what he's wearing, what she's wearing, or what are you going to talk about today. But someday not, they're really not into it. But I want to encourage all of you, what's wrong with the God's people today is they really don't get into what they should be into. Amen. Amen, somebody. But you got to get into it. And so when I was ready to get into the organization, I was ready to get into the board. I was ready to get into it and become a part of it. And I felt like if I can't be part of it, then I won't have nothing to do with none of it. Anybody want to work for the Lord? There's so much work to do. There's so much work to do. So uh, Abel gave the Lord his best. He gave 100%, the fattest, the cream of the crop. Amen. He gave him the best. Uh, uh, full of zest, full of your gusto. Amen. Uh, very sincere about what he was doing. Go with me just a little bit further. Uh, that, that book of Colossians. Look at the word of the Lord in the book of Ephesians. Ephesians sort of go the same way. Check this out. Ephesians, the sixth chapter. See, too many people are not getting into it. It's, it's just like a relationship. A, a man and a woman. If you got a man... Then they ain't giving you everything he can give. You need to get rid of him. Or a woman that ain't being all the, all the wife or husband, all the whatever she can be toward you, then, then, then you are, you, you, you're being cut short. You got the husband got to give the wife all his love. Wife got to give the husband all her love. What, what, what woman want a man that you ain't got all of him. What, what, what you going to do, the other part of you? Oh, this other part is for me to run around and uh, do what I want to do. No, I, I got to have all your love. She got to have all of my love. Don't we got to have a long talk? Am I making sense up in here? God feel the same way, brothers and sisters. Folk, folk want to give God some, get the devil some, get themselves some, and give somebody else some. But God want all of you, all of you, I heard a song the other day, I think where John Legend used to sing it, uh, and, and, and y'all heard of John Legend. His song was in, uh, uh, he was saying, I want all of me for all of you. And, and he, was, he was hollering it, and he was singing it. He want all of you, uh, for, and he was going to give you all of him. All right, so look at Ephesians, the sixth chapter. Listen to what he said in verse number five. He gave him, Abel gave God the best, the best, the fattest, the finest. 
chapter 6, Ephesians, verse number 5. He said, now servant, servant, servants, you working folks. Servant, that's what a servant is. You working folks. Servant, be, uh, be obedient to them that, that are your master according to the flesh. That was what Paul said. Servant, you working people. Be obedient to your, to your master. I, you know, I, I don't go to work to argue with my boss. That's one thing about it. I've learned if I can't work for a man, I have just have to leave and find me another job. Uh, 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 but he said right here, servants, be obedient unto your masters, the people that you work for. I work with a group of guys, man, they, they uh, want to argue with the boss and tell the boss this. No, 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 she's doing wrong. Oh, that ain't right. We never done it like that before. We never, Look, man, stop all that complaining. They are the boss. They are in charge. If you don't like it, go on down the road somewhere. I didn't come here to argue with my boss, argue with my supervisor. I come here to drive this truck, deliver this load, and get my paycheck and go home. That's what I came here for. <laughs> Can somebody say amen over here? If you, if you there for anything more than that, you, you just need to get out of here. But that's what I'm there for. That's what I didn't come argue with them. I had a, a, a man boss. I never really worked for a woman before. All the years I working, I'm 66 years old, and I never had a woman boss till this year. 66 years old, my boss, my manager is a woman. Never worked for a woman. Everybody said, man, it's hard work for a woman. Y'all, y'all quiet. Y'all ain't y'all don't say nothing about that. I ain't get no emails right there. <laughs> it's hard to work for a woman. And um, well, I tell you what, it ain't no harder to work for her than it work for a man. Just just do what's right. Just do what's right. And so some of the guys said, man, hard work. My other boss, Jake, man, Jake, he was like this. Man, Jake, we were cool. Man, Jake will let us do this, and Jake will let us do that. Man, if we want to get off, Jake will say, fine. We can work half a day and go off. Oh, man, but Becky wants you to work all day. Don't hardly want you to take off. It's hard work for her. Look, there's a way to do things. There's a way to do things. And so a lot of my coworkers said, man, it's hard work for a woman. No, but you just got to do your job and be about the business. But listen what he said. Servants, be obedient to them that are your masters according to the flesh. Do what they ask you to do. Drive the load, deliver the load, secure the load, come home. Do what they ask you to do. According to the flesh. Then it said, with fear that being respect and trembling and, and singleness of heart, of your heart, as unto the Lord. So when I work for my boss, I work for them like I'm working for the Lord. I go up in there and cuss my boss out. You, you wouldn't cuss the Lord out, would you? You wouldn't cuss the God out. So you work for them like you're working for God. Amen. With nothing but respect. Yeah, okay, I, I, I can deliver that. I can take care of that. Yeah, I got it. No, no problem. Give me the paperwork. I got it. Do, work for them like you're working for the Lord. And so people got to understand that the, 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 the main thing is whatever we do, my point I'm trying to drive home here, we want to do it without do our best and we do it like we're working for God. I, 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 I go to work like I'm working for the God. So if I'm working for God, I'm going to come to work on time. God is a boss. Say God running the company. Well, I'm coming to work. I'm working for the Lord. I, I'm going to show up on time. 
Because I'm going to work for the Lord. But see, when we look at it any other way, when we look at it like we're working for a man, we're looking at it like we're working for our cousin. That's why a lot of my family folks left the church and don't want to be in here. They're they, they not looking at me as a man of God. They're looking at me. That's Thomas, my brother-in-law. That's Thomas, my uncle. That's Thomas, my brother. That's Thomas, my whatever, whatever I am to them. But you got you to get beyond all that and see people the way God sees people. When it comes down to the church and the work of God, Everything changes when we come to the church. I'm, I'm not so much Sister Johnson's husband. I mean, right now I'm her pastor. And I want her to do what I say in the word, just like I what you do. What you the thing that I ask of you to do, she gotta do it too. She ain't saying, I'm your wife. I'm your wife. It's time right now. You you my church member. Are y'all listening to me? She's my church member right now. I'm the pastor. And so we we got to learn how to separate some things. And that would mess a whole church up, right? Mess everything up. Family church, it can be some of the, the biggest mess up in a family church than, than, than you can ever see. I was sharing with a man the other day. I said, man, our church was full one time, but it was family folk. Nieces and nephews, cousins and uncles and sister-in-laws and what have you. Brother, I had my brother was here, and just, just kinfolk. And, and so sometimes we get we get our antennas all crossed up. And so you got to get beyond what a person is and remember that God is using an individual. And this is my pastor now. This is my spiritual advisor now. I see you in a different eye when we come when it comes to the things of God. But when, when you're looking at folks the way they are, and so people are serving God all wrong. So God wants to, and whatever you do, he said, do it as unto what? Unto the Lord, whatsoever you do, look at, check it, serve and obey your pastor, obey your, obey your master according to the flesh with fear and trembling and singing as a heart as unto Christ. Verse number six, not with I servant as men's pleaser, but as a servant of Christ doing the will of God from what? From the heart. So I'm doing this work as I drive this truck. I'm driving it with all my heart. I'm into what I'm doing. I'm into driving my truck. That's why I don't have no wrecks. Thank God I ain't running to nobody. I ain't running all in the ditch. I ain't running folks off the road. One time I was coming up out of Arkansas and, 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 a, and a car full of guys pulled up beside me and road raging. And, and all that kind of crazy stuff. And they called in, got the number off my truck and called in and said, your driver ran us off the road and uh, we had children in the car and our, our tire blew out and, and he just ran us off the road. They called in. And I got there, my boss said, Thomas, everything go all right today? I said, yeah, fine. Everything fine. He said, well, somebody called in on you and said you ran them off the road and tire blew out and uh, had children in the car. And, uh, and just, 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 you wasn't driving professional. And my boss, he said, Thomas, but I know that ain't you. I know they lying. And, and, and it's good to have a good rapport uh, with people you work with and people know you. He said, no, I told him, I said, no, that's not my style. I don't run folks off the road. I don't, I don't try to cut nobody off because it's a big truck. So I drive my truck like I'm driving for Jesus. Can you say amen, somebody? Amen. I'm driving, I'm driving like I'm driving for the Lord. I'm just not out here doing something crazy. I'm under you. You ain't getting in front of me, cut you off, run you off the highway, hurt you or something, because this is a big rig. He said, whatever you do, do it as unto Christ. I drive like I'm working for God. 
And my boss believed every word I said. We know that line of folk get crazy. They call in. They cost your truck. You know, they slow. They take off slow. And they behind They want you to get out of the way. They in a hurry. They got to be somewhere. They call in. Call you. They're just too slow. That truck can't burn rubble. <laughs> it's too big. You know. And so, and so, uh, the, what the Lord is saying, your work, we got to take pride in our work and what we're doing, what we're doing and with our work. Make sure we're doing it as unto the Lord and it'll pay off. And, and God knows it will. People know it will. And they can respect what you're doing because the way you're doing it and what you put into it. Then you catch those folks don't put very much into what they're doing. They don't drive right. They're not respectable drivers. Amen. Somebody trying to get over, they won't let them over. They're they not into what they're doing. But I thank God, whatever I do, I, I love to get into it. I mean, so if you got me on your team, you got a good team member because I'm into what I'm going to do. And that's, that's, those are the kind of team members that I'm looking for, folks that are into it. I don't want nobody just going to have do something. Just throw me something up. You're going to bake me a pie, bake me a good pie. Don't, don't burn it now. If you burn it, throw it away and start over. Can't say amen, somebody. Don't bake me a good pie. Don't just bring me a well, well, it's a little brown. Well, it's a little brown. Don't, don't present that to me. I don't want no little brown pie. Amen, somebody. Because I'm into what I'm into. If I'm on your side, I'm on your side. If I'm going to help you, I'm going to help you. If you can get me on your team, you got some good help. I can tell you that. You got some good help if you get me on your team. Because I, I really believe in getting into what I'm doing. Now listen what he said. Not with our servant as being pleased, but as a, as a servant of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. And first number seven, very, very important. Check this out. Uh, with good will, with good will, doing service as unto the Lord and not to man. So God said what we're doing, whatsoever your hands find to do, as with good will. All the good will that you can do, and I've done a lot of good wills, I do it unto God and not unto man. So we got to keep that in mind. All the good will, with good will, with, somebody said with good will. Yeah, what, what, what are you doing, Johnson? I'm, I'm, with, I'm, I'm with good will. Uh, uh, with good will, uh, doing service. So, yeah, I'm doing service, and I'm doing good will, and I'm doing it unto the Lord and not to men. So when you can tell folks that doing uh, their work for God and good will for the Lord, and you can tell folks that doing it for man, because sometimes when you do it for man, you just give what you think he deserve. Can you say amen up in here? Give what you think he deserves. But when you're doing it for God, amen, you go a little bit farther than that. Knowing that what's it. But here's a key. Here's the important thing. Verse number eight is very, very good too. Check this out. Knowing that whatsoever good thing any man do, there you praise the Lord for Jesus. Don't know whatsoever a good thing that any man do. I don't care who you are, whether you're a saved man, whether you're an unsaved man, whether you're a black man, whether you're a white man. The Lord said, knowing that whatsoever good any man do, the same shall be received of the Lord. Whether he be born or free, whether you be born or you be a slave, or whether you be a free man, whatsoever you do, this what this folk don't understand the word of God. If you do good, even if you're not saved, God will honor that. If you you can be a sinner, if you do good thing, God shall he'll bless that. There's some sinner folk more blessed than the folks in the church because some of them they just do some good deeds, they do good things. 
And folks need to understand the laws of God and the laws that's in this Bible. God just want a man to do good. Whether you're a saved man, whether you're unsaved man, just do some good stuff. God will bless you. He'll bless the saved. He'll bless the unsaved. There it is right there in the word. Y'all see it? Knowing that whatsoever good, any man do. Somebody say any man. Same man, unsaved man, same woman, unsaved woman, whatsoever good any man do, the same shall be received of the Lord, whether he be born or whether he be free. God said it. Just do good. Just do some good. God bless you. Now, now it didn't say you go to heaven. It didn't say you have eternal life. He said he'll bless you. And he'll reward you down here. That's why a lot, of, a lot of folk got a lot more money than some of us got. They've done some good stuff. And God blessed them down here. They said they're going to get to heaven, but he blessed them down here on earth. Amen. There it is. And he brought the best. All right. Now, let's go just a little bit further. I'm almost through. God, God is the boss, right? And I work like he's the boss. Now, in, in Matthew, the 20th chapter, Matthew, the 20th chapter, in verse 4. I ain't going to read a whole lot right there, but Matthew, the 20th chapter, verse 4. This is the parable. This is a parable of uh, a God telling people to go into my vineyard and work. And verse 4 said, and he said unto them, go ye into the vineyard, and whatsoever is right, I will give you. And they went their way. They went, went, went in and went to work. So God said, go in my vineyard and work. There's lots of work to be done, y'all. There's work, 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 work to be done. And God said, go in my vineyard and work, and whatever is right, I'll pay. But now you got you, you to go in there and work now. We can't get folks to go in and work. That's all the Lord said, go in my vineyard and work, and whatsoever is right, I'll pay you. And I, I'm working for the Lord. And, I, and you know what? I'm looking for a reward. A man cannot pay me. I'm, look, I'm working for eternal life. I want to live forever with Jesus one day. Uh, I, I want to go to heaven and be with the Lord. Amen. Will he come and get the church out of here? And he said, whatsoever is right, I'll pay you. We need to work like we're working for God. Some folk act like they're not working for God. They don't took their eyes off the pride. Who you working for? Who you working for? So I wonder who some of these folks working for. If, 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 are you working for God? Are you working for the devil? Are you working for yourself? If you're working for God, you need to pick up a step. Yeah, I mean, you need to pe put a pep in your step if you're working for God. Because, man, God don't like slowfulness. Y'all know the word. Y'all know the Bible. God don't like folks to be slowful. If you're going to do something for me, do something for me. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Lord, help me give you 100%. Because I know you don't, you don't want me to be slow. We know what the Bible said. Oh, slow and wicked servant. That ain't, that's not me. Lord, that don't, that don't touch me. I don't want to be there. I know how you feel about a slow, slow person. When you come, to give, come down to the things of God and come to God, man, Lord, help me. Somebody, Lord, help me put a pep in my step. Have you ever been talking to somebody? I've been talking to people, and, and, and you bring up a certain person's name. And their eyes just brighten up. They just light up. You just you can say, yeah, you remember, uh, remember you you remember, brother Sanders, don't you? Oh yeah, brother Sanders. I know brother Sanders. I just light up. You feel good about brother Sanders. That's what we're supposed to do about God. When we bring up the Lord's name and the Lord's work, our eyes should get bright, bigger than a bow dollar. 
Amen. Up in here. We should get, we should get happy when it comes down to the things of God. The house of God, or you, you, does church need a little something? What can I do? What can I do? When it comes, but when you, you tell folks the church need a little something, oh man, they always ask for something around now. <laughs> they always need something. But when it comes down to God and the Lord, our eyes should get big. We should get happy. We should be ready for to do it for God because we know that our labor is not in vain in the Lord. Can you say amen? It's not in vain. Whatever you do for Christ, it will stand. Can you say amen up in here? I know it's going to stand. I just want to know, what, Lord, what can I do for you? What can I do, Lord? What can I do? Isaiah said, Lord, can you use me? Can I speak for you? Can I go for you? What can I do for him? You give me strength, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Somebody said, well, no, I, I don't feel like doing all that. I do whatever God asks me to do because I know it's going to be a blessing in it. Can you say amen? I go, I go to work every day. I very seldom miss work unless I got a doctor appointment. Oh, yeah, I got a doctor appointment coming up Thursday. Y'all be praying for me. And these folk, these folk they're going to have to tell me something. If they don't tell me something, I might have to tear this office up. <laughs> you better tell me something about these eyes. I'm like, okay, I, I, I need an answer now. You better give me, a, you better give me something to go work. I burn this office down. No, I'm just kidding. Y'all pray for me. But anyway, when it comes down to the things of God, I, I, I don't mind doing, Lord, I'll go. Just tell me what I can do, what I can do, what I can do. And then if I don't have the strength, I ask, Lord, give me the strength to do it. Give me the strength to do it. I ain't, I ain't got all the strength. I ain't got all the money. I ain't, if you give me the strength to do it, I'll do it. God, he just wants somebody willing. He said, whosoever will. God just wants a willing mind, a willing soldier. That's all. That's all he want. A willing soldier. And God will bless the rest. God bless you. I hope I said something encourage your heart today. And, 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 and remember, Abel gave God the best he had. Whatever y'all do, give God the best. Now, some folk, in the eyes of some folk, it may not be nothing. It may not be much. It may not be much. But it's the best you could do. And God's going to reward it. God bless you. Amen. Until next time. Thanks, Pastor Johnson, for another amazing message. Make sure to join us next week for an all-new episode of the Upper Room Church Podcast. Until then, remember, encounter Jesus, echo hope, and dwell in love.